Coming to you from 8122 Production Studios in the heart of the 607, this is Horror Zone 607. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. And remember, you can always join the conversation using hashtag HZ607. Six oh seven. I'm your host Mike C, and we are back in the studio after a week off. We got another great show for you here today. Uh, but before we get to the show, I would like to first welcome a man who's filed a lawsuit against me for the rights to the Friday the Thirteenth series. Please say hello to Rich. I think it's the popular thing to do now. Is everybody's got to file their lawsuit? I mean, we got to keep this under check. This is a little tease. The second segment of the show is going to be talking all about that. But I mean, I think everybody's coming out of the woodwork. Yeah, I, mean, I watched a Friday the Thirteenth movie a million and a half times, so you know, I feel like I, I deserve to get some of that money. I agree. That sweet, sweet Jason money. Yes, not the Jason Weed though, because yes, you, you know, know from the we remake, know what happens there. You know what happens you know there. What happens the money, there. But, He'll chase you down. Uh, he will. He will put a machete great, right in your forehead. One of the greatest subplots in horror movie history. I just want to throw it out. There. <laughs> it should have been the whole movie. Yeah. It would have been made better. better. <laughs> <laughs> and also with us today, as always, he's the owner of Eight One Two Two Production Studios. Everybody, please welcome back Ron. What's happening? All right, so off the top of the show, as we teased a little bit, we're going to be talking a little bit about Friday the 13th coming up in our second segment. But before we get to that, there was some breaking news today that uh, I had a little talk uh, with uh, a gentleman who's been on the show before. He's one of our writers. We talk about him all the time. He's our good friend, Rafe. And uh, he is absolutely blown a gasket this afternoon because uh, they have pulled the plug on production on the new Swamp Thing series. Yeah, well, first of all, we should uh, we should actually have him try to write something you know, for our actual website. <laughs> we actually, we're talking about the software, everybody. We have a new, uh, there's going to be a new, uh, I don't even know what we want to call it, that's going to be coming up in the future on this show. But Rafe blows Rafe- a gasket. <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like that's as good a name as any. But no, literally, we should probably have him write his ideas down and we can put it on 8122productions.com under HZ607 review. Oh, yeah, Just absolutely. plug it in out there. While you're there, you can also see uh, hint, hint, spoiler, spoiler for the end of the show. Also, Mike C's review of Pet Cemetery, most recently Yes, done. which we will also be talking yes, about coming yes. up later I, on the I show. I love teasing stuff. But let's get back to the topic at hand before we get too far in the weeds. Uh, I'm very disappointed because I was super excited that we were going to see a Swamp Thing series on DC Universe. Yeah. And it, it well, does they're, they're still, it's still coming. It's just down to 10 episodes. Well, they did knock it down to 10, but they said that they don't even... It, the future of it is up in the air. Right. They don't even know if they're going to show them. Yeah. They, they may end up trying to take it someplace else to have it shown. It may never see the light of day. As of right now, it's no go. They're not putting it up at all. As of right now. Now, mind you, like you said, there's been time enough. They can, they can change that. Yeah. But... As of right now, it's no go. And I think it's, it's horrible because I really do think that that was one of the things when they announced the DC Universe streaming yeah. that people got super stoked about. And I know we were big fans yeah. of it all across the board here at 8122 Productions. We talked about it on the Three Fat Nerds podcast. We talked about it here on Horror Zone 607. It was like huge news. Like when crossing over everywhere, we were all excited about it. Oh, yeah. And uh, I just I don't still get where they're coming from. Obviously, something has happened that they're not revealing. 
but I don't get why they would change course. Maybe, maybe Disney Plus is scaring everybody. We just talked about it this past week on Three Fat Nerds. We did a whole crap ton of time to Disney Plus. Maybe Disney Plus is really scaring everybody. I, I, don't, I don't know. know. If it's, I don't know if it's that. Like, it, it might be the fact that Doom Patrol is popular, but it's not as popular as they wanted it to be. But Titans was still a massive success. I, I agree, but I think maybe they're backing off because of that because of Doom Patrol didn't take. I get it, but you know this oh, is I'm the problem. This is where you got you got to grow balls. Yeah, I mean, if you stop, first of all, it's a streaming service, so people get to watch whenever they want. Yeah. If Netflix stopped certain shows when they didn't succeed at first, we would have never gotten some of the best shows that were on Netflix. Because if you remember, House of Cards, the first season did not do well when it launched. However, it became like this big thing, and then of course later on, subsequently went on until of course, you know, our friend Kevin Spacey, uh, you know. Eh. Well. <laughs> you know, allegedly allegedly yes let's go out there uh <laughs> I mean, that's still in court so it isn't allegedly uh, 14 <laughs> oh jeez. but but if you think about it that's how it happened there's been other things that have started streaming that weren't i mean the ranch i don't remember hearing about the ranch like oh, when it I launched did. the ranch i didn't hear about until like season two or three and that's when i that's season when two, i, I, think bit, that's I, when I, I pushed i pushed it. it season one when i watched it right but there wasn't a big push for it yeah. though but now it's one of the hit shows on there because after two or three seasons everybody word of mouth was like you need to watch this show yeah. and it gets binged to hell out of it, a great show i mean there's been multiple so i feel like if you're in the streaming realm you just have to make content and put it out there and if it's already made put it to the world and see what it's going to do don't get yeah. nervous because at this point in juncture now you might create a negative buzz some people who might have been in it for that particular show might say you know what i'm going to cancel my subscription or not subscribe at all yeah. and that's yeah. dangerous that's a dangerous game to play it in, is in my opinion when it comes down to it, rafe actually and i agree with him he thinks that there was definitely something where the producers got involved and either looked at this thing and saw that it was so horrible that they didn't want to take a chance they they backed out or more than likely what it was is they took a look at the footage that was shot and said this isn't a superhero we can't put this on the dc streaming service you know he, one or the other of those is more likely could, what happened and i agree it could be but i'm going to say this fans fans especially of swamp thing and especially yeah. of our age remember the tv show of yesteryear on uh, usa, USA Network, yeah. and that was as cheesy as it comes but that show is loved think about yeah. the shows that we love as nerds even even now even now that we have these glossy nice lovely comic book movies that come out all the time of course we're on the verge of endgame a week away from now uh, the, we have all these awesome things going on. Guess what, though? We still have nostalgia for the things that were cheesy because there's not a nerd our age and even a little younger that doesn't love them some Incredible Hulk with Lou Ferrigno painted yeah. green. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? And the same thing with the Swamp Thing show. That show was cheesy as hell, and those movies were kind of eh, as the best as well, but we love those movies. Right. I mean, it, there is a tipping point, Masters of the Universe. <laughs> But, you know, it is yeah. what it is. The first, <laughs> That's the first, the first Punisher movie with, uh, Dolph, with Lundgren. Dolph Lundgren. Even the one with Thomas Jane was eh. I like Wasn't that. Dolph I, Lundgren He-Man too? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. Huh. But where is that failure? Is the failure on canon films for both of those? Or is it, <laughs> or is it on the... You know, it, you know, that's just where I'm at with it. Put it out to the world because the only person that's going to be a judge is the fans. And you never know what's going to take yeah. off and not until you do it. I mean, let's be honest. Uh, Three Fat Nerds, we, one of the shows that we tout the most is Big Mouth on Netflix. And that show has become, it's, it's relatively popular. It's not like monster like other things, but it's a popular show. But if it, who would have thought that a show about kids going through puberty in cartoon form would be a hit show yeah. until you put it out there in the world. I mean, look at the cast. Nick Kroll created yeah. it. He's a bunch of voices. Jordan Peele's a voice on the show. Jason Manzoukas is on the show. Like, there's a lot of heavy-duty people involved. However, 
Think about it. And until you do it, you don't know. Right. Because if you took that in front of a study group and just told them the premise of that damn show, I guarantee everybody in the room would be like, huh? What? That's the same thing with South Park. South Park wouldn't yeah. be South Park. Because you you imagine the pitch? Can you imagine really a pitch? If it wasn't for the fact that some exec from Comedy Central literally saw the short that they did. And then, then, then they never air again. Yes, but if if you if you think about it, if they never saw that, think about it. Who would have took a who would have took a chance on that pitch? Yeah, like coming in a pitch. Well, we're gonna have these kids, and it's gonna be drawn poorly, and they're just gonna make fun of everything, and they're gonna be brutal about stuff, and they're not gonna be PC at all. Yeah. It wouldn't happen. That's why I I, I get it, and I, I agree that with you two that it's right. You and Ray were definitely on the button. It's definitely some of the producers. Yeah. It's definitely some with somebody looking at it. But put it out in the world oh, and let the fans let the fans decide because you never know. You might have thought it was shit. It might and have ten episodes is going to be the gigantic hit. But now, like I said, you're going to take a segment of your audience and possibly uh, drive them away. That's what I bought the year for. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> and that's, that that between was 70, that seventy five bucks for the year. What did you do? You bought it between that Titans, Titans and, uh, and uh, Young, Young Justice. Justice. Which is yeah. really good. I just finished right. Young Justice. So you, at least you got two out of three. Yeah. And Doom Patrol ended Doom up being Patrol, super good. Is, yeah, I, got, I still got to watch Doom Patrol. I haven't broken down to that yet. Right, but still, like, I'm just saying, like, they're, they're, and their streaming service hitting home runs. Let's just get it out there, damn it. Get it out there. No, I agree. You, you got to get, I mean, they have everything else, you know, any Batman movie you want to watch. It's all on there, all the mo- animated movies and all that stuff. Right. It's, the newer ones aren't yet, obvious for obvious reasons. They want to sell DVDs. And uh, or, or uh, digital digital's you know it also could end up being also because of like Disney Plus where you yeah. can't put it on because you have a license with somebody else yeah and, yeah, yeah. Right. so but uh, so but the a lot of the all all the other ones are there the other one, so I'm assuming everything's gonna be there but like if I, I mean I might I might have went month to month instead of paying the whole seventy five dollars for a year right <laughs> you know but. Right, I, you know, I I gave my money because I was all about. I'll be like, hey, it's one thing. I'm all, yeah. let's do it. And we're a month away from its release. Yeah. You he know, basically, he basically paid twenty five dollars for the three shows, and anything else was bonus. Yeah, yeah. And that's what he's basically. Yeah, well, which, he well, had three shows when he came into it, so yeah. seventy five dollars. He paid twenty five dollars a show, and then he was like, anything else I get is bonus. This well, which is buying yeah. is buying the season off the shelf anywhere. Right, right. Exactly. So, absolutely, I, mean, I agree. And uh, you know, everything else would have been bonus, but it's like. Now it's like okay now, right. now now I lost twenty five dollars. Yeah. I mean everything else has ended up good, thankfully. Yeah. But still, I I'm sure that people feel that way, and that's a dangerous thing to do, especially when up until this point they were hitting home runs. I just don't right. see why if you made it not to put it out. Like it was produced, it was shot, put it out. Right, I agree. And, you know, I'm sure there's going to be more on this as news breaks. You know, hopefully we hear more in the near future about what's going to happen with it. Hopefully it goes back into production or they release at least what they what they have. But uh, I guess we'll find out more. There, there will be um, an ending to it. They are rewriting an ending. So I did be, see so, that. So there will be an ending to it if they do put if it out. If they do put it out, right. So it won't just leave you like cliffhanger, right. which is a plus. And, you know, in, in time we're going to hear more about what Rafe thinks of this. Uh, he He's uh, deemed his segment that we're eventually going to have. It's going to be called Raging Rafe's Raucous Rants. So, uh, yeah. Raging Rafe's Rocket Rants. Raucous Rants. Raucous I, Rants. I'm, I'm, I'm all right with it. That's a lot. That's a mouthful. Yeah. yeah thankfully, that is, you're that the, is a mouthful of ours. It's thankful, a good thing he's an English teacher. Thankfully, you are the host, and I don't have to say that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't even know if I can get it out. I had to look at my cell phone to get that out. <laughs> and we're going to take you to R squared. Yeah. Yeah. Cubes. R to the... No, cube. Uh, oh, a lot yeah, more... Yeah, We're gonna have Rafe on the show a lot more this summer too. He's a he's a teacher. Uh, school year's coming up. He wants to be on the show more. So Good. you guys are gonna be hearing more from him. He also is gonna be doing a review of Hellboy. I haven't seen it. I don't know if either uh, of you have. Yeah, yeah. No, no, 
yeah. wasn't going to waste a second of my time on that. Um, I heard it's complete rubbish. Okay. Well, but, I can't wait uh, for that to come across. Yeah, he's going to be doing a review, and we're going to put it up on Facebook and uh, on our on our uh, website. Okay. So 8122productions.com. So look out for that. Uh, next thing we got is yesterday, uh, we finally got the first full image of Chucky. So uh, that was revealed yesterday. Uh, also... Um, there is going to be a new trailer coming out Thursday, which is the day this show is going to be uh, hitting. hitting. So um, by the time you guys hear this, hopefully the uh, new trailer, the full trailer showing Chucky will be out. Yeah, so just because you guys will hear it Thursday, if not later, check out the trailer. And the f- next week we'll talk about that because obviously yeah. it's not out when we record. But. So we can finally hear Chuckie's voice. Which yeah. is Mark Hamill. Yeah. Mark Hamill. Which is now Mark Hamill. Which is awesome. Which, which, which hopefully is going to redeem Mark this. Yeah. But uh, what do you guys think of the look? I mean, let's be honest. It's just Chucky. It's, yeah. it's similar. It's just a. It's a. It's a CGI'd heavy, um, Chucky. I mean, it's really all it is. It's cleaner. Yeah, it looks cleaner, smoother, a little bit more of a baby face on it. The Once shirt again, was well, slightly CG, CGI is a damn is a hell of a thing. Yeah, <laughs> let's be honest. And quite frankly, uh, the animatronics of the original one, you can't beat that. So no, I, I, that's the problem. The, the I hate problem CGI. is I love. I love practical movie magic, especially in horror movies. That's, that's always been my thing. Now, mind you, can you do more with CGI? Absolutely. Does it look crisp, more crisp and HD, if you will? Of course it does. However, I don't know. There's just still a place in my heart for, you know, the animatronic Chucky with the automatic motions because he was, at the end of the day, he was still a doll. Yeah. You can't yeah. have him be super flexible because even to this day, there is no dolls on the market that are super flexible. I mean, our action figures have gotten a little more flexible, but they can only do so much. And full-size dolls aren't like articulating like a human being you know right. you can do way more movements if you will and i'm sitting here moving like you guys can see me <laughs> but i i just think that you know yes it looks cleaner yes it looks sharper but overall it still looks like chucky i mean honestly it's just yeah. the same i'm more intrigued by hearing mark hamill's voice as, yeah i know uh, as chucky for the first time the only Once tease again, we have of that is when when he's done the voice on was a robot chicken or something like that? Yes, he's he's gonna he says he's using the same voice that he's used before in the past on other platforms. But you never know. So during a whole movie, it changes. Yeah, because if you think about it, when somebody does a voice uh, briefly, that's easy to do. It's a tease. It's but, a snack. But when you when you do it the full time, sometimes yeah. there's nuances that you see. Exactly. You yeah. I.e., when he does the Joker voice, like it's right. great. You know, he's he's amazing at it. But at the same time, when you listen to it over like a whole and yeah. going up and down, his long speeches at the Joker are what's amazing because he can change and go up. Right. Whereas if you just take a snippet of it, yeah, it's still amazing. But you can take just it's just a snippet. Right. Harley. Yeah, so good. <laughs> I can't wait for him to do more stuff because he's still not done with that. Yeah. Allegedly, he was originally going to be done with being the Joker, and now yeah, not, not so much. Not so much. He's he, doing all the all the good stuff, and they want him and Frank Conway to do it all. I I have no problem with that at all. Yeah. It's a great tag team there. Yeah, it is. Uh, Pet Cemetery, which we're going to talk a lot more about as the show goes on, but uh, it's now made seventy six point eight million dollars worldwide. Considered a success. Uh, I read somewhere that they considered once it hit 70 or 71 million, it would have been profitable. It would have been a success. So uh, we've yeah. reached that goal. Not surprised. I it, said it, it was going to be. It didn't take much to make. I don't remember what it was, but it, 
Yeah, I, I was hoping it was going to make a lot more, especially after what It did, and it was Stephen King, and you know, I think that's kind of cooled off a little bit at this point. Although I think It Chapter Two is going to be amazing. It's going to do huge money again. See, I didn't hit the I didn't hit but, the uh, number that I thought it would hit, like as far as opening week, but it still overall made where I thought it would be. What was it like twenty four million opening week yeah, or something like that. I thought it would be closer to forty, but the the thing is that I said that it would be short of a hundred million after two, and it is. It's yeah. it's pretty much where it is, and it's it's it is what it is. I'd expected that. I don't think once again we'll get to that review at the end of the show but i just don't think that it's i mean horror is doing good things i mean especially because once again horror is that genre that is low budget to make and if you can get a, any kind of success if you make 50 million 60 million 70 million 100 million you it's yeah. like it's like making a billion dollars for a, uh, yeah, it was estimated at 21 million for the budget it opening weekend was 24 so in the u.s alone back. and it worldwide it's 76 so yeah so the fact that opening weekend in the U.S. It made it, it made all its money plus some, right? I mean, right then and there, they'll, they'll definitely make part two. Yeah, which they've been talking about. They don't want to make a sequel. If if they were going to do another movie, they said they actually want to do a prequel to it, which I think is more intriguing. They've already made a sequel to the first one. I actually like that better than the first movie. I think it's creepier. Looks it, the same. It's just going to prove that. Buckle yourselves though. in, folks. We're going to get a lot more Stephen King books made into movies again. Yeah. That's all it's going to be. And we're going to be starting to remake. So don't. Yeah. Don't, Cujo will come out Cujo again. Cujo will probably come out again. Tommy Knockers, which I'm interested in. Yeah. The Stand. Which the stand. I think they're doing The Stand again, if I'm not mistaken. I think, I think they it's are another as well. miniseries or yeah. something. I don't think it's going to be in theaters. I think you're which right. Which I think is a mistake. The Fog, maybe. The Fog? The Fog wasn't Stephen King. I know, but I know how much you hate The Fog. Oh, I love the five. The remake. Oh, the god. So I'm hoping. <laughs> oh, they, I'm going into hoping that went over my head. Remakes. I'm tired yes, again I'm today. I'm trying to mess with you. <laughs> yeah, I'm a little tired. Yeah, you just, you just. Oh, <laughs> you just opened up a wound. People. I love. I love oh, how, God, his face yes, just got. I love, how, I love how you look to be surprised. That's not Stephen King. I'm like, I know it's not Stephen King. I just wanted the reaction. <laughs> <laughs> you and got I, one once the light bulb went yes, on. Yes, yes. Unfortunately, I had to sell it first. I, I don't yeah, know, it sucked. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, don't get me started about that. What we will get started about, a uh, little bit more news here. This is more for uh, stuff that's on television. Uh, those of you that remember the popular sci-fi series Ghost Hunters, you'll be happy to know that they're, the guys are uh, actually coming back. Uh, they're going to be on a brand new show. It's not going to be called Ghost Hunters, though. It's going to be called Ghost Nation. And uh, they're aiming for uh, quarter four of this year, 2019, and uh, it's going to be broadcast on the Travel Channel. Oh, there you go. So, for those fans, that's that's a big show, too. I was a big fan of that series. I love the paranormal. I know you are yeah, but not still, hey, so it's a big hot series. It, but, no, I know, I I know we ought to have a couple of those guys showing it. up for the uh, the uh, horror, sci-fi horror fest. Yeah, Dustin Parry is going to be there. Yeah, so I was going to say we have a few different people from that realm. So Yeah, you can actually come out. and meet Dustin. From He was one of the original cast members on the original Ghost Hunters, and they brought him back couple times here and there but uh they're gonna make it more from what i read actually i uh, jason hawes is i'm friends with him on facebook and um he said that uh it's gonna be him steve gonzalves and uh dave tango are gonna be involved with members of other paranormal societies across the country so what's gonna be different uh jason actually posted on facebook today uh it's not gonna be so much they're gonna be doing all these huge you know legendary locations where they're going to be doing it they're going to be going into people's houses and trying to help people which is what ghost hunters was when it first started they tried to debunk things instead of finding actual proof of ghosts and faking things potentially it, it was more about debunking it and helping families and that's what this show sounds like it's going to be like um a lot of the other paranormal shows that are on the travel channel in particular and some of the other stations that are out there are horrible i like these guys i i'm anxious to see there what's going to happen so i'm happy to see they're going to be coming back good stuff 
Uh, also from Travel Channel news, I, I, this is the first time we've ever mentioned the Travel Channel on this on the show, but uh, we got two pieces of information. Um, also coming from them, uh, there's going to be a new show hosted by Robert England. It's going to be called Shadows of History. Uh, the Hollywood Reporter, or THR, uh, gave the premise of the show as follows. In each episode, England will track down the story behind a bizarre, mysterious account printed in an American newspaper in the past. He will enlist historians and scholars to get the truth behind the reports. Sounds pretty cool. Yeah. That's cool. I'm interested in Freddie doing some stuff. <laughs> yeah. I know that might be more interesting than, than Ghost Nation, actually. <laughs> it might so. actually, actually sounds, that's my alley. I like history yeah. stuff, so that's up my alley. Not to mention you put Robert Anglin, who's one of my favorites. Yeah. Travel John, Channel? Travel Frank's show where he would tell stories and which one were true and which one were fake. Yeah. Something like that, kind of like that. Right. I, yeah, forget, I, mean, I forget what show that was called. I can't remember. I know what you're talking yeah. about. I don't remember either. But uh, yeah. Travel Channel may have actually hit a home run here. Yeah. You know, they're kind of one of those shows that, you know, it's got a certain audience. But this might actually bring in a whole new um, batch of viewers. Yeah, definitely. So There's also other Robert English news with uh, their Indiegogo. There's a to get him his Hollywood Walk of Fame. Stuff, yes. Finally. Um, obviously, they get millions of or hundreds of thousands of you know, applications or people that they want. Right. But Indiegogo has something going for that. So check that out. If you want to check that out to get him, finally get him his, uh, you know, well, star on the walk of fame. He deserves it. Yeah. Truth be told, I'm a little shocked that he doesn't already. Yeah. Have I, I was shocked. Talking about I found, pulp, oh, no. pop culture icon of the pretty 80s. Much, yeah. Pretty much. Pretty much. And 90s. Not, not to mention a, a phenomenal actor overall. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah Classically yeah. trained phenomenal actor, but played probably one of the biggest roles in the history of Hollywood. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, he deserves it all the way around. So I'm surprised they're not there. Uh, other news to close out this segment. Uh, I, we always like to spotlight some indie stuff going on. There is a fan film that has just come out on YouTube that uh, me and Mike C both have seen. Uh, Ron has not seen I it see. yet. But it is, we're, we're going to urge Ron and the rest of you to see it. It's called Michael versus Jason Evil Emerges. Uh, the channel it's on is Ra- Radical Talent. So that way you can know. But you can just type in Michael versus Jason. Trust me, it'll come up. Or just Evil Emerges. It's it's great. It's a short film. It's only about 29 minutes long. It is a fan film. So, you know, obviously production-wise, you know, we're not big budgeting it. It's not gigantically. The acting's a little whatever. But it's actually a really good story. And it's a really fun watch. And I would definitely put it out there. So I, yeah, mean, Mike, I thought it had pretty good production value for being a, a fan oh, well, yeah, film. Oh, yeah. It was shot well. But. Yeah. It just, the acting was bad. And even some of, like, the... the fighting scenes were you know costumes were a little yeah i thought that the costumes looked pretty darn good for a fan film they jason look, especially they look more they look more store-bought but that's fine and i'm not i'm not uh, crapping on it i'm just saying they just look like a store-bought unit beginning but it was of the film when jason's laying there he doesn't have a mask on yeah but that's a store-bought cool. underneath but yeah, it did look cool i'll give him cool. i'll give him credit here's the thing i judge a fan film not necessarily on costumes and production value because i understand you're not going to have the big theatrics that you do because you can't afford them i usually judge it by story and how it entertains me and this one was very entertaining. The story yeah, it was, was cool. Uh, there was a lot of heart in that. There wasn't production. a stretch. There wasn't a stretch to believe how this could happen. Uh, so it was kind of like a like a nice it was little... basically Freddy versus Jason, but instead of Freddy, it was Michael, and it was actually more interesting. <laughs> it was <laughs> well, better, you didn't, you didn't better to, story. You didn't have to bring in the supernatural. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's because because yeah. without spoiling it, J- Michael gets brought somewhere after he's captured. Jason comes back to life beforehand. And they kind of just cross paths by accident, yeah. pretty much. And uh, yeah, and then let the fight ensue, which is the fight itself is great. Yeah. 
It's great. And then you get all like the, and they did a good job of taking care of the characters. You get a lot of like uh, hints to the series, yeah. both of them and, and how they act. So it was really good. I, I give it a credit. So check it out. Michael versus Jason evil emerges radical talent. Great job. Hopefully you guys continue to do some great stuff there and we'll continue like we always do. giving you some, uh, the, the indie shout outs and highlights, but we're going to switch some gears. We are going to take a quick break beforehand. If you want to comment on anything we've already talked about or anything at all in this show, you know how to do that. Facebook, HorrorZone607, Twitter and Instagram, at HorrorZone607. Always use the hashtag HZ607 when you're talking about the show. And most importantly, uh, we're going to take that break, like I said. And when we come back, we are going to talk about all that is the quagmire, muckety, muckety, swampy, nasty, legal lawsuit that is Friday the 13th. Welcome back to The Zone. So as we told you before the break and at the top of the show, we teased a little bit. Uh, there's a lot going on in the world of Friday the 13th. Uh, no, not Not bad. good stuff. Not good stuff. So it's been the longest stretch in between movies in the history since since the uh, series began. And uh, we still don't have a new movie. Nothing in production. And uh, not even anything going on with the video game. Uh, and the reason being is there's a lawsuit that's been going on. We've kind of touched on it. Well, we talked about the original, the initial lawsuit. So yeah. The initial lawsuit, Victor Miller sued uh, Sean Cunningham and the rest of his company for rights not paid to him for the Friday the 13th franchise as he was the creator of Friday the 13th. Uh, the court upheld it, so he won. Uh, that means that they cannot distribute Friday the 13th as an entity anywhere in the world. Or no, anywhere in, in the, the United, United States. States. In the world, they can. In the world, they can put out a movie How, in Japan if they wanted right. to. But, and they can't use the name Jason Voorhees. They can't use the Voorhees name, period. However, Victor Miller does not own the rights to the psychopathic, homicidal, hockey face, hockey mask wearing killer. It's because Jason doesn't, that image of Jason doesn't make an appearance in the original Friday the 13th. Right. So anything that's intellectual in the series from the original Friday the 13th, they cannot use. So you'd have to call it something completely different, which, once again, you could just call it Jason, because I do believe they can use the name Jason. Yeah, they actually, they the judge the declined name. to make a ruling on who owns the character of adult Jason, so they haven't really said what they can do and can't do with the but, character. But legally, I don't think Victor Miller could own that, because that, that 
incarnation of the killer didn't come until he checked out. He was only involved in the writing and creation of the original. Right. Which Hockey Mask Jason, or Jason period, didn't come in until part two. Right. Which he had nothing to do with. And then... Yeah. Hockey Mask Jason doesn't come in until part three. So even if you could say, oh, part two is linked enough, okay, so we can't use a, a bag, a sackhead Jason again. But the hockey mask was there, and the wearing the jumper and all sorts of what, you know, the image of Jason we all see right. didn't come until part three and on. So technically speaking, zombie Jason, if you will, is completely owned by Sean Cunningham. But, I mean, that's why they didn't rule on it. However, it gets a little murky because when telling the story, I, we've had this argument before, and I'm going to give before we, I, I, I'll just throw it out there before we get into any more specifics, but them being back in court. I just think that they should just make another damn movie, and who cares if you can't call it Friday the 13th? It's like our argument about how, why every time that they do a Batman movie or a superhero movie, we have to see the origin. We know Batman's origin. Yeah. You already know his origin. You don't even have to call him Jason. You could just be like, this is a horror movie. Yeah, that could be the title. Take or, the killer. or take a guess. Call it, call it Saturday. <laughs> I love it. Take take a guess what this is. That's all you have to do. Yeah, take, take a guess one. Take a guess two. And we can keep going. Start a whole new as franchise. soon as you see the killer, you know the backstory. You know who it is. And you never have to mention the name. Nobody ever has to mention the name. They could, they could come up with some interesting things to do. And you don't ever have to. The characters don't have to mention the name. Nobody has to say anything. You know who it is. It's iconic. You don't, it doesn't matter. So, in theory, they're fighting over nonsense. Now, right. with the licensing and stuff, which we'll get into here, right. that is where I would prefer them to clear it up. But with a movie, we could probably do a movie and call it a day. I wish it was going to be that simple, though. I really do. Uh, no, because Sadly, what, Sean won't Cunning, happen. what Sean Cunningham and them are doing is they want to fight for their intellectual yeah, property. Exactly. Which is fine. I get it. But it, the, the And a lot of people, there were death threats against Victor Miller for this whole thing. Oh, and I don't, yeah. He wasn't in the wrong here. I think Deshaun no. Cunningham's actually more in the wrong of this whole thing. They should have settled a long time ago. It should have been yeah. settled. And it could have done. It could have been settled. And it actually looked like it was going to. Uh, just to kind of you know go back to what was going on just real quickly here to catch everybody up that doesn't know what's going on. So after losing the original trial, Sean Cunningham filed an appeal he dropped the appeal a couple of months back uh but was allowed to refile the appeal as long as he did so by april 12th which was a week ago uh not even a week ago about, no, a, week, about a week ago um he actually did just came out yesterday yesterday being tuesday um that uh that he did refile it so you know, long story short, it's going to be an even longer wait before we do get to see another Friday the 13th film. Um, Larry Zerner, who did play Shelly in part three. And who is now an entertainment lawyer. He is an entertainment lawyer. Uh, if you follow him on Twitter, what an interesting guy. Nice guy. Uh, he's actually talked to me a couple times on there say, in the past. Follow it on Twitter because he's keeping everybody up to date on the legal yeah, side of this. He's liked a couple of the tweets that I put out, but he's actually he messaged me at one point in the past because I had asked him some questions about it. I think before this show no, that's really cool. took off. So nice guy. Follow him. He's interesting. But uh, he thinks that one of two things is going to happen here. That it's it could be two to three years before this is settled. Or Cunningham just made they, they couldn't. There was some kind of an aspect of what they were trying to work out um, to resolve the whole thing that they couldn't agree on. So he may have only refiled simply for the fact that they could iron those things out. So it doesn't necessarily mean it's going to end up going to another trial, which he does believe, Larry Zerner being he, uh, believes that Victor Miller is going to win the appeal. Um, that you know, So Sean Cunningham probably isn't going to win that either. So he really believes that this is going to be more to iron out the details that they didn't have time to iron out before. Now, mind you, I'm not, I'm not a lawyer. 
But I don't get this part of it. There's a lot of money to be made. We've seen this. Obviously, the the Halloween movie. Yeah. Uh, even even now, to a lesser extent, Pet Cemetery and everything else. There's a lot of money to be made. And here we are with one of the heaviest hitters in all of horror movie. All uh, the one of the greatest franchises of all time in horror. Make a make a ton of money. Everybody wants a movie, especially now after Halloween did so well. Everybody yeah. wants a movie. I mean, how we have Robert Anglin talking about being Freddy Krueger again. Yeah. Let's think about how much people want to make money off of this next boom in horror. So you have these two parties fighting. And for what? Honestly, can we not come to it? Is there not a dollar amount that Victor Miller can't get his name put in the, in the damn credits and hand him money to have this happen? Is this a is this a fact of greed is what I'm asking. It's Cunningham doesn't want to give him anything. Right, exactly. So it's a fact of greed. Yeah, it's so greed. Here's the thing. If you were really worried about the character, if you were really worried about you know what's going on, you wouldn't have that same greed. What you need to do now is somebody, a third party needs to come out of nowhere and buy both their rights. That's what happened, needs to happen. That would put it to rest. Because if you if you hand this, it has the greedy motherfucker who is Sean Cunningham. And I know I swear there. I don't care. No, nah, you're fine. Ask ask him what he wants money wise. Like realistically, what you're going to get. And we just want to get you, write you out of history. Have a nice day. You know uh, you know who could do that in one foul swoop if they want to get in the horror game? Disney. Yeah. Disney might just go here. Here's a billion dollars. Go 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 pound rocks. Uh. And I'm telling you now, he then, would. And he then. would. Because that's the proof of it. Don't tell me it's your intellectual property do you, you care. Because if it was, you just put out a damn movie the way I said it Do you it was. realize what yeah. could happen if that happened, though? We could have Jason versus Snow White. No, yes, Jason versus Mickey. Oh, absolutely. The, the possibilities would be endless. Jason versus Aliens. Jason yeah. versus Predator. Yeah. Yeah, that's all owned by For the by record, Disney. I hope. I know you're kidding around about it. I'm just making a point. But I hope to God that never happens. But no, I well, why, why would it be bad? 20th yeah. century, think about it. 20th century Fox is owned now by Disney, and they are still going to make R rated movies and they intend on pushing forward. We already know that there's a Predator slash Aliens movie. I don't know if it's Versus, but both of them are still coming out under the Disney banner that is 20th century Fox. That's what they're going to use that for. It's PG 13 and rated R movies. They've already said that. So I don't know how long it will be before Disney goes, Hey, man, we need to have our hands in the horror movie genre and New Line is obviously not getting the job done with these people who are owning it outside of them. Right. So the problem is you need a company to come in and say, hey, we're just going to take that from you. Obviously, this is a greed issue. How much money do you want? I'll put your name as a creator in the fucking title, and well, I'll give you this, and you go away. Listen, if George Lucas can be bought, anybody can be well, bought. Well, you know what? Here's a thought, then. If we want to go down that avenue, I know that they've got the most money. they got more money than God at this point. Right. But here's a thought. He's talked about it in the past and, and wanting to get it. What about Blumhouse? What about Jason Blum? He's got to be making some pretty good money off of all of the My, things that are going well for him. I love to say he doesn't do it, but he's he's on the production side already trying to get this movie made. The problem the problem is, I don't know if he has enough money because it's coming down to the point where I'm really convinced that Sean Cunningham is just greedy and wants to make a lot of money. Yeah, yeah. because if and, if he was about the art form, if he was about carrying on this franchise like he originally said and like he keeps saying he is, he would already be making the movie. Because yeah. once again, you don't you have the rights to use the hockey mask wearing serial killer. You have the rights to the image of Jason Voorhees. You just can't call him Jason. You can't talk about his backstory. And you can't call it Friday the 13th. We've, we've already established you don't need any of that. Yeah. You don't need any of it. Because if you think about it, you don't. You could call it Saturday the 14th. I'm sure the people no, who made that That's already happened, actually. Well, saying, <laughs> once again, I'm sure the people who made the parody movie that was Saturday right. the 14th don't own the rights, and Blumhouse can buy those rights cheap. You could call it Thursday the 12th. It doesn't matter Thursday what you call it. Thursday the 12th at midnight. <laughs> yeah. 
It's 11.59 on Thursday the 12th. You know, whatever. And it doesn't matter what... But once again, it doesn't matter what you call it because at the end of the day, people will know what the movie is and what it's about. You don't have to go over the backstory again. You yeah. really don't. It's not like you have to do a remake. Yeah. Like, think about I what, agree there. Even further, what proved it, think about Halloween. The one thing I can say about Halloween 2018, whether give like or you know, I know you don't like it. We've all fallen into different sides. They didn't waste a lot of time going back and giving you the backstory. They treated you like you knew the backstory. They gave you little pieces here and there, the big, you know, the blah 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 blah, and and did the little fun part with the granddaughter where she dispelled, you know, some of the mythos yeah. that had been built with them erasing everything. But if you think about it, they didn't waste their time. They didn't waste their time on telling you who Michael Myers is. They already assumed you knew who Michael Myers was. Right. That's all you have to do. All you have to do. So you know what I want to see? I love, especially the first five movies, I mean, and the sixth movie, too, where he becomes kind of like undead Jason. Yeah. But the first five movies all felt and looked the same. I would love to see them get some kind of a camera, do some sort of camera work that has old gritty look to it, make it look like that, make a sequel, make another sequel. I dare say. Why don't we make a sequel to number five? Ooh. He's not Jason. He's not Jason, There's, and the fans. And listen, I, I before the fans get angry, think about this. It's just a way to work around a loophole. So we call we call the killer Roy, and Roy's undead, <laughs> and he looks the exact same as Jason, but Ugh. his name is Roy. And we take it out of Camp Crystal Lake and put it somewhere else because technically that wasn't on Crystal Lake. Yeah. yeah so we put it somewhere else. And so we're away from the mythos, but we still get what we want to see. And I don't think people would complain about it. It would still have ties into oh, the original. Oh, they complain about it, but I think the more people would be happy just to get something off the exactly. ground. Exactly. But if you did it right, it's just, hey, this is what we have to do to suffice. Right. As long as you come out in public and say, hey, this is what we have to do to suffice a lawsuit. Is this or nothing. Right. People are going to go with this. And I guarantee if the movie was good enough and Blumhouse does it, which would make it probably super good. If the movie is good enough, people won't even give a damn. Yeah. So now the killer, instead of being Jason's name is Roy. Big deal. But they own all that because they own everything after he didn't create. And especially that aspect, because other than the, the fact that that was called Friday the 13th Part 5, it has nothing to do with the other. Right. That'd be like right now somebody wanted to remake uh, Halloween 3. Yeah. Which they've already talked about doing and not calling it Halloween 3. Just doing a remake of Season of the Witch. Yeah. I'm just pointing out the facts. There you go. There's right. a way out. Once again, though, there's many of ways out legally that Sean Cunningham can take. Unfortunately, I just think he's being greedy. Yeah. And so it's a level of money. And that's why I don't think Blumhouse could buy it. Because I don't think Blumhouse has that kind of money. You don't think so? This well, point, all the success they've had lately, they're making some big money. But they're not making just billions. Just an idea. They're you're right. They're not making billions. I think and you're this right. Is a guy who is gonna, but... This is a guy who I guarantee thinks, thinks slash knows that his product is possibly worth a billion dollars. Yeah. So you... You'd have to have a suitor. Now, what I would do, this is what I would do, is if I was Disney, who's accumulating all this stuff, I would buy it under the 20th Century Fox banner. I would pay the billion dollars, which would probably get everybody to sign on. Let's be honest, a billion dollars is a lot of money. And then I would hire Blumhouse to be the production company on it. So it would be a 20th Century Fox Blumhouse production. It would become, it would be distributed by 20th Century Fox owned by Disney via Blumhouse production. Because then you have, and that's something that they've done before. They cross streams all the time. Yeah. So I'm just you pointing know, out, and it might not be Disney. I'm just saying that you have to have somebody who's going to be able to pay something the along those lines. See, again, I just don't think it'll happen just because one, he is as greedy as he is, and two, after Halloween's success, he wants to strike while the iron's hot and make as much money off. Yeah, as but he right can. now, if, right now, Victor Miller can wait him out two to three years, and who knows where it's yeah. going to be in two to three years? We're going to have a time. We're going to have a sequel to that Halloween come out. If that bombs, whoop. 
Yeah. And already, you know, there's some fatigue in the horror world because they're putting out too much shit. Yeah. They're putting out too much. I, I, I was worried about that coming into this year. There was too many things coming out. We're going to talk about it in the third one. You guys have very differing opinions on Pet Cemetery. Yes, we do. Yeah. Yes, we do. And even though it made some money, it didn't make Halloween money. I, I just think it's, it comes down to greed. And if it's going to be greed, it's going to have to be money to be paid. Yeah. I, I agree with you. The possibilities are, are endless for it, I guess. But, you know, hopefully it's uh, hopefully it gets resolved soon and we just get a movie. Whoever buys it, whoever ends up winning the lawsuit, losing the lawsuit, whoever ends up some... I just want to see a Friday the 13th movie. I mean, think I think that. we all do. LeBron James is going to pay for it to have Blubhouse uh, do the production. Right. So, I mean, there was already money involved as a third party. Nobody had to pay. Yeah. And once this thing is resolved, I'm telling you right now, that thing's going to be off the ground. I bet you we have a movie by 2020. Hopefully, if it's just resolved. If not, it's just being drug out for whatever stupid reason. Yeah. So then you're just dropping money, people. Dropping money. Time will tell. So, uh, so yeah. I mean, what do you guys think? All you listeners out there, let us know what you think. What? How do you feel about what's going on with the lawsuit? How do you feel? How do you want another Friday the Thirteenth movie? Do you not want a Friday? You know, see another Friday the Thirteenth movie? Let us know. Hit us up on Facebook, at Horizon Six Oh Seven. Hit us up on Twitter or on Instagram at Horizon Six Oh Seven. And uh, we're going to take one last break. And uh, when we come back, as we talked about, we're going to discuss our thoughts. Ron and I are going to discuss our thoughts on uh, the new Pet Cemetery movie. Welcome back to the zone. So, uh, as we talked about right before the break, uh, Ron and I both separately saw the new Pet Cemetery remake and uh, have some differing thoughts on it. Um, and that means the real winner at this table is me because I didn't have to go see it. Yeah, Rich did not see it yet. So, uh, we're going to spoil the heck out of this thing for That's you fine. and uh, ruin everything for you and make you not want to see it. I already, I or already, maybe you'll want to see it. I've read enough reviews online. Yeah. <laughs> at least it wasn't Hellboy. shots fired poor guy that poor little bugger so uh the new pet cemetery when i heard they were going to redo this i was a little you know myself was kind of like why you know the original one i again i i've talked about this uh, on the show i've never seen i've never read the book so i don't know what the you know how the book goes or or anything like that but uh, having discussed this with rafe to bring his name back up to this he said that it was pretty loyal the the movie was was pretty loyal to the book the remake or the new the The original original okay just making sure i was yeah and and some of the other reviews i've read about it out there um some of the things i've read they they did see that it was very much like the book um the new one you know Having seen it, um, my thoughts on this so far, and then we'll you know we'll talk about what your thoughts are. Um, the first half of the movie was almost shot for shot the same thing. Pretty um, close, yeah. You know, I didn't really see too many differences. 
the big difference is I thought that the acting was leaps and bounds better than the original. The acting was appalling in the original one. Well, John Lithgow's in this one. John Lithgow's in it. And that's one of the things that people have complained about is that, oh, he can't hold a candle to what Fred Gwynn did. Well, personally, I didn't think that Fred Gwynn was all that great in the original. John oh. Lithgow is an amazing actor. Yeah. Yeah. How yeah. dare you people? Yeah. and I, mean, I, don't, I don't think there was enough John Lithgow. I didn't really. think there was either. I, it almost felt that, like it was just a paycheck for him. Oh, I think it was. I think, they, I think it that's where a lot of the editing a lot of the editing floor they took out judd they very very I, I, you know very well may have sorry got a little yeah. tongue tied i'm getting i'm getting passionate here now get passionate so, fire up let's fire get fired up. up i don't get fired up enough on this show rich <laughs> does that that's rich's job i'm just you know i'm just the guy i'm just the guy but um you know i i did think that he was good the acting was better i just thought that the character was a little bland um i also thought that um you know, story-wise, um, they're the Pascal character. He didn't make a whole lot of sense to me in the original one because, like, it, it just seemed like there was things that were like maybe cut out of it or something. It just—I was kind of confused as to what his point was in the original movie. I was even more confused in this one. Uh, yeah. He had no point. Yeah, he was there just for the sake of putting him in there. I was even more confused about why was he? Why did they even bother with him? Um, and then the Zelda character. Zelda, as creepy as that character was in the original movie, um, there were some creepier moments, I thought, some more menacing moments with Zelda in this, but there was hardly any Zelda. So where was she? Why wasn't there more of her? They could have weaved more of that into the story. Your thoughts? Well, that's... that's I, like my little bit of this, I might not remember the original as much as I should when it, after I watched this. So I'm like, okay... Um, the Zelda character, like, whatever, like, it's just a flashback to the wife having flashbacks when she goes yeah. to the new house. And I'm like, okay, who cares? And I mean, uh, it seemed to make a little bit more sense the way right. she kind of disgusted in her, right. her overall, uh, the way that it kind of scarred her for life in, in the yeah. new movie. And I, and I got you on that, but like the whole thing is she's having flashbacks while in the new home. Okay. That's fine. But you're telling me as a doctor... This guy hasn't had anybody else die, but you just had the one random kid hit by a bus that's haunting his dreams now. Yeah. That, I'm like, that's so... Like, like I said, I didn't understand that character in the first movie. Yeah. I didn't... He, he There was even less of him in this one. It was pointless. Yeah. Why, why even throw it in there if you're not going to get into the just, you can't, just, reason? Just, can't you just have him have somebody else that you don't even see die? <laughs> right. Like, just be like, oh, he's getting haunted by all of, all the deaths that he's Yeah. Seen. A guy who's got his brain splattered yeah. on the you know pavement. You know, yeah. his brains are... They actually said, said something about, oh, I can see his brains. Yeah. You know, it's just well, like, what was the point? Yeah, what was the point? It was just to be the haunting or whatever yeah. in the background and then the kid yeah Ga- gauge gets sees starts talking about this guy yeah gauge he, starts bringing him up the kid br- can like, barely talk no yeah it's like he's yeah he's having nightmares about the guy that you that got hit by the truck like right he doesn't know anything about the goddamn guy with the, hit by a truck right so. and i agree with that so there was some some things that were missing you know some things that were done better in the first one albeit slightly yeah but um overall i i thought that the acting was just so much better um and i thought that is is atmospheric if we can say that for the original one because it had its own look for its time this one was definitely it had that dark no i'll give you that scary atmosphere you see the kids it's in the trailer you see the kids first yeah like day one or day two in the house just walk the creepy kids just walking through the woods right to the pet cemetery 
right? And then not like there's playing no, little music. Yeah, but with the kid, it, the, there's no more kids around after that. Yeah, they kind of <laughs> just did it, and then it was gone. Yeah, they, they but... disappear. Like she doesn't have any friends. Like... Shazam, they're gone. <laughs> yeah, and you know, then she uh, Ellie goes out to look because she curiosity, which is fine. I don't care about that. And that's when you first meet Judd, the neighbor, right? And you're just like, okay, but they don't show enough. There's not enough of the relationship between Judd and Ellie to warrant the that whole conversation he has on top of the hill. Right. And, you know, one of the things, the one thing I will say about the Judd character, and we'll get to this as we get through this uh, segment here, but one of the things that I really did like that he didn't have in the original movie, when he kind of lets Lewis know why he did what he did, why he instructed him to go do what he did when he breaks down you see that moment and it was just heart-wrenching it was a touching moment that judd had where you actually see how devastated he is that the ellie you know and and spoiler alert in case you couldn't tell from the trailers and and whatnot gage isn't the one that gets killed in this movie it's ellie that gets hit by the truck yeah uh so that's the twist one of the twists on it you just ruined the whole movie i did ruin the whole movie for you so so, but, you yeah. know, they, there was just no real... See, there was nothing that built up to that moment. Well, it's not, not not even that moment. What I'm talking about is just the whole moment for the for church, the cat. Like, there's no... Like, that whole... Yeah, I understand you're, you're saying it was heart-wrenching, but he's like, oh, I didn't want Elfie, uh, Ellie to be so heartbroken. She loved that cat. Well, well uh, like, there's no... Well, and he like, talks about the bond that he has for her that he hasn't had for anybody in a yeah, long time. Yeah, but there's, no, there's nothing to there's show nothing you. There's nothing that builds it. Yeah. yeah. There's no build for it. Right. None. Exactly. Except for one dinner and church jumps exactly. on his lap. And that's she's it. dancing to the Nutcracker. Yeah, and exactly. And I'm like, that's supposed to make this whole like friendship thing like magic. Right. Like, so it had those plot holes. And I, I do I'm think like, that the movie probably could have benefited from an extra half hour. I think it was too short. That, that, yeah. I, that's where I was going. I, I agree with maybe, that, too. Maybe... Maybe 20 minutes. Right. And hopefully, and it never seems to happen when DVDs come out, but hopefully when it comes out, they actually have maybe like a producer's cut or something yeah, yeah, yeah. where there is an extra more. 20 minutes of yeah, footage. It's just the judge. It just doesn't seem to happen anymore, but I would like, like to like, see if there was more the film. Judd-Ellie relationship. Yes. Like, just to show like, well, I don't want her to be heartbroken because it doesn't make any sense just to be like, oh, let me show you. And I thought the, and then they, he's like, I thought the cat would be okay because the dog was kind of a dick. <laughs> right. Right. I'm like... You know, speaking of church, I thought that this cat was a lot more terrifying than the cat in the original. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so even the cat was a better actor than the original actor. <laughs> they, had four, they had four. If you watched the cat, there was four cats. Yes, there was. <laughs> yes, there was. But the cat kind of freaked me out a little bit in this yeah. one. I was a little uh, creeped out by it. Whereas in the original, I was just kind of like, oh, jeez. Yeah. Um, But, like, it doesn't explain the whole thing why the father goes crazy and wants... And it doesn't really in the first one either, other than, yes, he lost a child and he's devastated, yeah, yeah. but this one, it was even less yeah, like, like, emotion. There yeah. was less... There was no emotion. As, as much as this guy, you know, as Jason Clark was a better yeah. actor than the guy that played him in the original, it just kind of happens and he's yeah. just kind of, uh, yeah. you know, he's like a, he's like a mummy or something. So, you but know? when you're like, oh, they're probably going to be a prequel, I'm like, okay, so we're going to watch Judd bury his wife because that's the basically... Right the whole point well i mean there could also be something it depends on what they're going to do with the prequel too they could go back because they talk about the wendigo and that's what's possessing ellie that's what's possessing church it's it's that right the, that demonic creature 
that's doing what it's doing, the sky's the limit for what they could do. They could I, I, end up making you. a better movie. I got you, but I'm just like, it's like, I mean, he's got the picture of his wife and the gun in the in the drawer underneath it. Yeah, on the same thing. Like when Ellie walks in the house, there's half open drawer, there's right? The gun there and the picture of his wife there. It's like, okay, so he buried his wife, right? And he had to kill her <laughs> because that's because that, that's the whole point of Judd's story in this. He makes that comment. He goes, right. "I've been shut out." No one's been through, you know, through my wall, right. except for Ellie. But it doesn't show that relationship grow. Right. That was a drop ball. I yeah. agree with you. There was a drop ball there. I still think, you know, acting-wise and, and atmosphere and whatnot, it was definitely, comparing the two movies, I thought that it was better than the original. Up to that point. Halfway through the movie, <laughs> the accident occurs. Yes. If you've seen the original, you know that there's a truck, an 18-wheeler, that's going to come by and kills Gage in the original, Ellie in this one. Um, that's where things changed. That's The story stayed similar up until the end, anyway. It, we'll get to the end. Weird. But it stayed similar at that point. Um, I did think that um, the fact that it was Ellie that they brought back you can get whatever was she, I don't know how old she's supposed to be seven or eight or something like that. Uh, she's going nine to ten, I think. Nine to ten, whatever she, she is. Because she got killed on her birthday. She was she right. nine, and it was her ten year old okay. birthday, I believe. So you got an older child in the original movie. You've got what a two year old yeah. running around doing it, which was creepy because you had the creepy kid killer, and Gage was arguably the creepiest part of the original movie. And this yeah. one, it's a little bit more quote unquote realistic for. A ten-year-old to be doing the things that she was doing, yeah. than a two-year-old, right. possessed or not, right? You know, an eleven-year-old or a ten-year-old could do more damage. I so I I didn't have too much of a problem with that. Well, like I actually think the girl that the actress playing Ellie there, I think she actually did better job being evil Ellie than she did. Oh yeah, she, she was great. Once she switched over to evil Ellie, it was insane. She was great. That, that, that was the, like that's why I gave. That's why I was at. Uh, yeah, at, at, you're gonna start seeing that girl pop up yeah. in other horror movies and possibly like <laughs> horror shows on Netflix and, and things she, like that. She played evil Ellie like. Oh, she was great. Why did you put the dress back on? Because I wanted to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I thought she did a fantastic job. She was really creepy. Um, but as it got towards the end of the movie. This is where... This I, is big spoiler because the, the trailers gave away that Ellie was killed. So that was yeah. a minor spoiler before. This is where we're going to get into the spoilers of this. If you don't want to hear it, turn this, you know, fast forward to the end of the show at this point. But um, basically... No, don't fast forward to the end of the show. I have breaking news. You got breaking news. Yes, well. news? Breaking news. But we'll wait. Finish up. We're going to wait. So, but don't. Breaking just, okay. news. Skip ahead. We always like just breaking skip, news on the show. skip ahead five to ten minutes. <laughs> All right. Skip ahead five just, to ten minutes. Rich no, will have big there's, time there, news. There, no, it is actually huge news. But Good. continue. Go ahead. I can't it, wait. It is good news. Go. Um, but yeah, I mean, go to, fast forward to the end of the movie though. Um, what ends up happening in the climax of the film? Oh my god! Why? Like so? So how, so? The movie starts off with a panoramic view of the properties, and a house is on fire. Yes. So opening credits. Opening yes. credits. Then it goes into the family moving in. That's just being said. It ends with the same panoramic view, and you know which house is on fire. At first, you didn't realize if it was their house or Judd's house. Right. It or being, could it, I thought maybe it was just some other house. Or some other place. house. It ends up because in the Judd's. original movie, there's a scene when Judd is telling Lewis about um, uh, when he was younger, there was a kid that they brought back 
And the kid was like, I think he was mentally challenged to begin with or something like that. When he came back, he was nuts. He killed somebody. They ended up burning the house down. That's how they killed him. He wouldn't come out. And there was like a Judd being one of them. But there was like an army of people that went and burned it down a la Freddy Krueger style. Yeah. Um, so I thought maybe that's what was going to be happening. I thought that yeah. that's, that was going to be the precursor that, that to that. That would have made this movie much better. Yeah. <laughs> that would have made this movie a whole much better. I, I'd be on your scale if, right. if, that, if that actually happened. But it turns out that um, it Ellie... It ends up being Judd's house. Yeah, it ends up being Judd's house. Ellie uh, steals a scalpel, goes in, um, in a twist, you know, in the original movie and in the book, from what I understand, uh, Gage slices Judd's um, Achilles tendon. He's hiding under Judd's bed. Yeah. Judd goes up to his bedroom in this, and you're expecting it. They have the camera panning from under the bed and everything, and you expect that. And he kicks the bed out of the way, and you find out that Ellie's not under there. He's walking back down the steps, and all of a sudden, from between the little rails in the in the railing, she stabs him through his Achilles tendon and then rips it. Yeah. Um, at that point, she kind of shapeshifts into his dead wife, and yeah. you see a moment of that. And I didn't but quite was, understand. But it, but it was quick. It was quick, and I didn't quite understand until afterwards when I read more about it. And it was the Wendigo that was yeah, yeah, doing, doing that. what it was doing. Um, he had a brutal death, and I actually dug his death, I think, a little bit more than yeah, yeah. in the original movie. The original one, it was unnerving because of what happens, but I thought this was a little bit more menacing. It, it was. Um, but, you see, yeah, because seeing your wife and basically dying to your wife's hand, right. which, which pretty much led to me saying earlier that he brought his wife back. Right. But, you know, and, and that's where it got even more different than yeah. the book in the original movie. Um, you know, it kind of goes back to the house. Lewis is looking for Ellie. All of a sudden, the wife comes home early. Yeah. Um, and there's a brawl, basically, that breaks out between Ellie, Lewis, and the mother, Rachel. <laughs> yeah. And, um, boy, Ellie he, took her apart. <laughs> While Gage is sitting in the Well, Gage is sitting, like, in a, a playpen. Or, play or he was, was he in the car first, at this first point? First playpen. He was in and a playpen. then play he got put into the car. <laughs> they put him in a car and told him to lock the door. Don't open this for anything. <laughs> yeah, don't open this until Because a two-year-old's going to understand that. Yeah. And um, and but, but Ellie ends up uh, taking her mother apart near death, drags her out to the pet cemetery, and has every intention of bringing her to bury yeah. her, which she does. Yeah. Um, and then Lewis goes out to the cemetery, takes Ellie. He knocked Ellie out or something. I, I'm trying to remember exactly the, what he the, did. Yeah, but, the, but he's dragging Ellie back to the pet cemetery, and all of a sudden Rachel's there and kills him, stabs yeah. him with something. Rachel and Ellie then drag Lewis up to the burial it's, ground. And yeah, the, so, so now you got a family of yeah, all walking towards the car. Yeah, the final scene of the movie is Lewis carrying uh, a, a, a gas can. Yep. So you understand at this point that he's the one that lights Judd's house on, on fire. fire. And you got possessed undead Lewis, possessed undead <laughs> Rachel, possessed undead Ellie walking back towards the car. The well, gauge is still in. It's sleeping. <laughs> I think he was awake at that point. No, he was sleeping this Was point. he still yeah, sleeping? Cause... They woke him up, though, and yeah. they're knocking on the door, you know, they're... They don't even show that. It cuts. It cuts. Well, no. Lewis knocks on the door or the window of the car. No, Church jumps on the hood, and it just shows Church. I remember him doing something. I thought there was there was something I saw. Uh, It might have been a deleted scene or something that I saw afterwards. But I don't think there was whatever because it's Church and them coming up. Yeah, and it's just Gage sleeping in the car. The moral of the story is because they (laughs) mentioned something about it that in this version of it, instead of leaving it open ended. They're going to be a family. It's the point. It was the whole point of them moving to get a new start was to have a life and be a family in this new house, in this new town. And <laughs> no. they're going to be. 
They're going to be, but they're going to be evil and possessed. I feel I feel like I'm glad I missed this one. <laughs> the ending was horrible. So it was all over the place and it was horrible. I feel like I'm glad I missed that. And if you actually pay attention to the hit spot on the truck, her whole foreign face would have been messed up, not the back of her head. Yeah. <laughs> I know. You, you, they try to show you the spot where she got hit. It's, oh, jeez. So, and her face is perfect. So, so with that, so final scores. I know you guys differed here. And I know yours is your, your Mike C's review, of course, is up. A122productions.com. Horizon 607 page. Click on the reviews. You can get his full review, which is kind of this, but a little, little more in there. But... Mike, what was your score that's on the review? Yeah, so I gave it a 7.5 out of 10, and I called it the the first great movie, horror movie, of 2019. Reason being, as I talked about, better acting, better atmosphere, darker and scarier and creepier, despite what the ending was. I also just want to point out what we didn't talk about while we were reviewing it. There were little Easter eggs to other Stephen King movies. Yes. Yeah. You see him driving down the highway yeah, yeah. at one point, and it says, Dairy, however many miles away. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, cool. There's little yeah. things like that. Yeah, there, in there. yeah there, there's a bunch of them. Oh, that's cool. There's, that's there's like five or six there was quite a few of them maybe more i think they actually might have been everything like that's cr- that's crazy that's that, cool. that's what that's worth a watch that's what made it a little more entertaining yeah and ronald what did you give this movie five and a half five <laughs> and a half out of ten so I there's a know. discrepancy about two points that's, that's pretty well I, I gave it a minus two for being a remake on <laughs> <laughs> so the most it could have gotten it was an eight for yeah. <laughs> right yeah. but on top of that then the ending i'm assuming deducted a bunch it, of points. the ending and like the I just think I think you needed, like you said, I think it was a little short, even though it was an hour and forty two minutes with credits. So and credits were short. Were like yeah, there's eight, no post scene, yeah. no post credit scene. No, but. nothing like that. But it was like only eight minute credits. So wow, that's kind of short. Yeah, I, like even like six, because I, I was doing something on my phone and the credits were basically over. That's how I got to see that there was four cats for church. Right. Um, because it was one of the last things. So like, so six minutes credit, eight minute credits. So it's an hour thirty two movie. Which is fine. I just think, I think you just needed a little more push with Judd and Ellie to show that relationship. Why he would want to take the cat up there with Lucas? Or, it would have made more yeah, sense. Yeah, like that, I said, a producer's cut of this film would make yeah. more sense if they if it exists. Uh, I will. I'll do. I'll tell this the audience this. I'll probably watch it when it comes out on DVD, Blu-ray, slash, you know, whatever. I will watch that and then he extras and do a review on that. And see where I like it because maybe there's Fair. maybe there is reviews. Maybe there's a director's cut that comes yeah. out with it. Maybe maybe some deleted scenes. I I, I mean yeah. I, that's fair enough. That's what I was going to watch it anyways. Yeah, so, so I feel fifth, like I'll do a review for that on either on the website or maybe we'll talk about it briefly on here as well in the future yeah. as well. Yeah. Just just that way, uh, you know, it's fair because I think you guys make valid points from what you guys just said. I'm kind of leaning t- closer to Ron's, even though it's only a two point separation, just because I hate horrible endings that ending just sounds stupid it was and even with the plot holes and the things that were overlooked and the bad ending on it i still just dug the way it looked and the way it was acted once again, I, I think you'll enjoy that once again maybe i will and that's why i said i'll, I'll wait and that way you don't get two reviews right away you'll get one that's in a release right because then there's might be a director's cut might yeah. be some deleted scenes which also will be cool to review that stuff as well maybe we should do more of that but we are running almost at the normal time where we end, but we have breaking news. I literally, <laughs> thankfully, while you guys were doing that, I was listening and, and everything, but I thankfully got to look at bloodydisgusting.com on here just to see if anything broke before we ended, which is, I guess, is a part of me not being part of this discussion. However, there was, and it was something, and it's going to be interesting to listen to this episode, because at the beginning of this episode, you heard us talk about Swamp Thing. Yes. We are going to hear us talk about Swamp Thing at the end of this episode. I've already put it on our Facebook page uh, because because I, <laughs> I don't I, even know what this record, is, folks. As we record, you can check it out, Horizon 607 on Facebook. Check it out and like that, share our page and everything, all that good stuff. So, 
they must have gotten a lot of hate there at DC Universe because, uh, of course, you remember James Wan's producing this thing. There's a lot. It still is cut from 13 to 10 episodes. However, what do you do? And this is what Dottie discusses. I'm going to steal right from there because I think it's a... How do you cover up that bad, that bad press with good press? How about a teaser trailer? So they... <laughs> they <laughs> so DC, about 22 minutes ago, this article was put out there. So about 22 minutes ago, 30 minutes ago or so, while we were recording, has put out a teaser trailer to uh, Swamp Thing, the show for DC Universe, and it has been set that it will premiere on May 31st. So we will get the 10 episodes, guaranteed. Oh, there we go. I was going to say, 31st. if you didn't add that in, that would have been a real kick in the head if the thing doesn't actually <laughs> so, show up. So teaser trailer announcing May 31st. It will still hit. It will be 10 episodes instead of 13, and it's still unclear about where it is in the air. It just looks like DC got so much hate that they went... Uh, do something, do something, do something. Because in this this morning's press release, they said it's indefinitely suspended. They don't know when it's coming out. Right. Blah, 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 blah. They must have gotten so much hate within hours because that broke around 11 yeah, this morning, 10, 11 o'clock, somewhere in there. About 11, I yeah, think. Yeah, I was going to say 10, yeah. well, like, like you said, it's a streaming service. You, you said this is going to be part of the streaming service. Just part right. Of Absolutely. So they got enough hate from 11 o'clock until 4 o'clock in the afternoon, uh, pretty Eastern much, standing Easter standing time. And this is why we record on Wednesdays is in that time frame. That's why you got the first part. So all of that still applies in the beginning. Trust me. That's, oh, yeah, that yeah. all still applies. However, the, the punch that we got lucky here as we're getting ready to go off air is that there's a teaser trailer. You can watch it on our website or on our Facebook page, Horizon 607, because I've already posted that while you guys were talking. And uh, you get to hear this part of it. So, yes, May 31st, it will premiere on DC Universe streaming site. It will be 10 episodes instead of 13. You can watch the teaser trailer today. And then everything else is up in the air. So, it's still not really resolved, except for the fact that they're like, oh, shit, people are mad. So, here, we'll give them a teaser. We'll let them know that we've decided well, we're still going to release it on May 31st. So, I feel like that's a win in its own. But... We'll see where we go from there. So there's your breaking news, literally. Well, well thanks, recording. Rich. So maybe I should look at, maybe I should have up the, the websites uh, more often. That might be a thing on these shows. Yeah, the yeah it's, always always something, it's always something. There's happening. been a couple things that have broken while we've been doing our shows. Hellboy's uh-huh. trailer did. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, I'm not going to, usually we'd stop and watch. I'm not going to do it for a teaser. Sorry, guys. That's fine. You guys watch it. You let us know on that post what you think about it. We'll let you know next week what we think about it so we can leave it there. Uh, speaking of which, let's uh, pay some bills, if you will, uh, as we go into the close. So, like I already said. Facebook, check that post out. Check all our other posts out. We're pretty good about posting stuff on Facebook. Uh, you go there for all stuff. Horizon six hundred seven. Horizon six hundred seven. Just search that in the search bar. Like our page, share our page. Help us out right there. You can get us uh, more likes and followers. Uh, so now you want to follow us? You're on that Instagram. You're on that Twitter. We're there too. At Horizon six hundred seven on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, once again, we've been getting better about posting on there. Yes, a lot better. You know, we're older gentlemen, and uh, we tend to not always think about these things, but. Me and Mike both have been posting on Instagram or, or Twitter more, and hopefully Rafe is taking a good job on Instagram. I'm assuming. Yeah, guys. I wouldn't know. I'm one of those old people that doesn't know how to use technology. <laughs> but uh, so, anyways, check us out there always for all of our social medias. Use the hashtag HZ607 to let us know you're joining our conversation and helping us out. That's awesome. Thank you guys so much. Uh, I would like to take a moment to thank Crimson Brethren, our good friend Jimmy Gazdick, who's uh, his his original band, who provides the music that you hear during the break. So thank you for allowing us to use your music. Also, Floodland has his new band floodlands has a uh, gig coming up i do believe it's may the third at galaxy brewing uh, yes and did you see what's going to be there the week after no i did not ah he did send an invitation out i might have to tag you in it first jason starring 
the original first Jason, yeah, he's in the band. He's Ari band. Lehman is going to oh, be in town. Sweet. All right. Awesome. So anybody in the Binghamton area, the 607 area code, uh, Galaxy Brewery. Yeah, man. And, uh, they put on some live shows. Ari Lehman's going to be there. I, I'm guaranteeing you will see myself and Mike C, I mean, uh, uh, for the Floodland show, or are you not going to be able to make it? I think I'm going to be there. I, I will be there. Rich will sure. be there. So I'll, I'll definitely be repping 8122 slash Horizon 607 at that show. I'm going to uh, try to get there. Uh, we, we plugged him across the board, and he was thankful for that. So anytime, Jimmy, anyways. You guys you should just let us know. We're, we're half more than happy to plug it. Hopefully, we'll get you on the show again soon because I love his take on stuff. Yeah, I know he wants to come back. So yeah, I talked so we'll to him gonna, a little bit about it We'll recently. get him on there, man. We'll get him on here. So uh, also, while we're at it, 8122productions.com, you can stream and download all the Horizon 607 podcasts right from there. Find out other things we're doing. We're going to be adding stuff as it goes on. We keep you know saying that, but it is happening. Mike C's got a bunch of reviews up. Um, and there's more coming. And there's more coming. We have, I mean, he's going to do some older reviews and we put them out. We've talked about them in the past when he gets a little bit of time. He's going to do some of that. But he's got all the new stuff up. Pet Cemetery already up there. Check out his written review of that. It's really good. And this weekend, uh, I'm going to be seeing La. Urona. Curse okay. of La Urona. So. so guess what? You'll get to see that one uh, as well because I'm sure he'll do it. Yeah, I'm going to really try my best. Uh, Easter weekend, it's tough. I've got right. family coming hey, into town. But. You might not get it until the next week, but it will be up. Oh, I'm going to go see it. Week. I well, think no, I'm going to see it after I get out of work on Friday. No, I'm just pointing out you will have the review to yeah. me. It'll be up sometime in the next week before yeah. the next podcast probably. Uh, you gotta remember it is Easter weekend. Also, us you have the us uh, review up there. You got your Halloween 2018 review up there from way back in the archives. Yeah, we also Halloween have of course, three. Halloween three. Asleep. That's one of my favorite ones. That's why I said you gotta do more. Uh, the uh, older one. Yeah, I don't think well. that I had the Halloween 2018 one up on there. I think oh, Halloween no, 3 Facebook, was the one that I did. Right, yeah. yeah, that was on Facebook. Yeah, but yeah, either way, Halloween 3. The fact of the matter is, we've got reviews and there's many more coming. And many more coming. We're going to be adding other stuff. While you're there, you can also check out what we do on our other stuff. Like me and Ron are on 3 Fat Nerds. So check out the 3 Fat Nerds podcast uh, stuff. 3 Fat Nerds on Wrestling, 3FNW. Check out that stuff. All the stuff, man. And then we have links to people's stuff through Friends of Show. It's awesome. We're going to be building on that. Just got to plug it and pay the bills there. And uh, so there we go. I think that covered everything we needed to cover it sure did rich and i appreciate that so uh that's our show for this week i uh, hope you guys enjoyed hit us up on all the things we just talked about and let us know what you think and uh, we'll be back in the studio next week with another episode of horror zone 607 we'll see you guys then